What up, what up, what it do, baby? It's your boy, Daydrin, riding solo dolo today on a different perspective podcast. Um, We are, I guess, six days after Valentine's Day. Um, Maybe somebody celebrated this past weekend. Um, A lot to talk about. We had All-Star Weekend, which I thought was pretty good for the most part. Um, And I get into all of that as, you know, later on in the show. Um, But... I have more information about the person who shot up Lakewood or who attempted to really shoot up Lakewood. Then there was also a shooting at the end of the Chiefs parade over dispute. Also, college teams fighting. I mean, what is this world coming to Um, over? Excuse me, over a dispute. And, you know, I think people are really reaching with a lot of things. And then um, I I never tell you what my final thought is, but today I will. Um. Talk about mental health, and now I can practically talk about that every week, because we all we all deal with mental health in some shape, fashion, or form. No one is mentally healthy um, in in every aspect of their life. There's some things that people struggle with. Do they want to struggle with it? Of course not. But I mean, it's life. It's you know, it is what it is. So uh, first things first. Uh, my Valentine's Day went great. Uh, my wife got me a bunch of perfume. She loved it. Well, correction. She got me some cologne. Let me rephrase that. I loved it. She got me four different ones. Uh, for me, I'm a big Kenneth Cole fan. Like his colognes are <laughs> spot on. So um, I love that. Um, and I got her um, an apron, um, cooking coat or baking coat, whatever it's called, and even a t-shirt that has her photo on it because she's going to actually get back into baking things and, you know, stuff like that to, to sell, you know, you know, she wants to, you know, get into it. I've been telling her for years that, you know, this is your gift. This is your, your, your gift, your talent, your spirit led, because even when given it, she can, you know, just have a little word for whoever. And I'm, I'm her biggest spokesperson about it. Um, I said it back um, back in October when we had our talent explosion that 
Look, we we taking sales right now for them cinnamon rolls. They are heaven sent. I kid you not. Heaven sent. Anybody that has had one can attest to that. Like they taste so good, make you want to slap your mama. Uh, I don't have a mama to slap. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, Valentine's Day went well. We didn't really do nothing. Um, it was Wednesday. Um, I don't think we went to church that day. No, we didn't even go to church that day. We, cause it was a lot going on. So we just kind of stayed at home and relaxed. That's always good. I mean, it's kind of hard when you have a four and a seven year old running around. Well, mainly the four year old <laughs> running around, uh, want to be in everything. So, I mean, it, it all worked out. Um, like I said in the beginning, more about the shooter from Lakewood. So, from from what I the information that I gathered, it was the the young lady, and I refer to everybody young lady and young man, regardless if you're older older than me or younger than me. Um, but she had been dealing with mental health. Even her neighbors had said something about it. She'd been dealing with mental health issues with her and her husband getting a divorce, I believe, and just. Uh, a number of things and this wasn't a red flag for anybody to to say something um and even on the gun that she had if she had a palace uh palestinian flag on there and it's like come on now like what are we doing now regardless of your view of lakewood church or pastor joe osteen or whatever like whatever your view is of him throw that out the window like these are people live who who are who are seeking Christ, right? Who are seeking God in some shape, fashion, or form. And this person had evil intentions. Shout up the place. Like, come on. Like, we have to do better. We have to do better as people. And just being aware of stuff like that. You know, um, it, it, and like I said, it don't matter who you are, what color you are, uh, what background you came from. Um, this is why it's important to be around a community of people who can help help you in whatever area you may need help in. Um, for example, I would never go to a lawyer to get doctor, uh, to get health advice. Not saying that the lawyer can or can't give advice, but I'm going to go to someone who's, who is proficient or professional in that area and vice versa. Right? Like, um, like I said, um, I wouldn't expect someone to come to me about makeup products. I don't know nothing about makeup too. I don't wear makeup. So, you know, that's just, but you need a community of people where, you know, we can strengthen each other. And I'll get into that a little later, too. Um, so that was a shooting toward the end of the uh, Chiefs parade over a dispute. Um, there was one dead and more than 20 people injured. And I'm like, how are they getting these guns? And I believe they said it was teens. So they were sent to a juvenile detention center. But um, it's unfortunate that. We can't get along. I saw a video of a young man was in Walmart or whatever, and he bumped into another guy on accident. He wasn't trying to, just wasn't paying attention. He said, yeah, my bad. And then the dude was like, yeah, it is your bad. Dude is like, look, I apologize. I'm not trying to start anything. Like, what are you mad at at whatever time of day it is that you got to have this pent-up frustration towards somebody who actually apologized? Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing as people to have to always feel like someone's threatening us? Like, I've shared with my wife, I don't do well with stupidity. Like, 
especially when people are driving. Like you don't read the stop sign. You don't read the light. You don't read the sign that says left turn yield, not left turn signal. Like all of these things. Like I don't do well with that. Um, doesn't mean I have road rage. It's just read. Reading is fundamental. And it don't matter who, what race of people you are. It don't matter. It don't even matter what degree you have. You got a degree, but you can't read a simple sign that says stop. Just saying. People don't want to hear that part. Um, but yeah, over a dispute, I don't get it. I think it's unfortunate for the for the lives of the people who are injured as well as the person that died. Um, shout out to Taylor Swift. I have no, I don't know any of her songs. Not trying to know any of her songs, but she did donate a hundred thousand dollars to the families um, involved. So you know, people are doing stuff to help, but it's like we. Well, what point do we feel like? A gun makes makes you as a person like a gun does not make you a man more more of a man or a woman actually makes you uh, more um, more and more of a boy or a girl than it does make you a man or a woman. Because you feel like you have to prove something when none, none of this, none of these things on this earth don't even belong to you. It all belongs to God. Even when you die, you can spread your ashes. That don't mean it belongs to you. Just saying. Um also, keep your hands to yourself. That's the next one, right? So I saw two videos, um, and I'm never a fan of violence or fighting. Never a fan of it. But keep your hands to yourself. If you keep your hands to yourself, you don't have to worry about no one else's reaction. I have told my children, if you hit somebody, you don't get to dictate the other person's reaction and how they respond to it. Meaning, if you slap somebody upside the head and they haul off and knock you to the ground, don't come get me. Cause what did you do to, to cause that? Um, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you, so these two videos, the first video I saw was, um, white lady, black guy was arguing with one another, whatever. And she slapped him in the face and he hauled off and put her to sleep. Then her husband proceeds to come towards him. And he realized that what happened to his wife. He was like, nah, I don't want them. I don't want them problems. Now, again, I'm not for violence, but keep your hands to yourself and you don't have to worry about the, the repercussions of what that person might do because you never know what somebody's going through. We never know. That's also why we need a community of people. He hauled off and hit to put it to sleep. Husband walked up to him and dude was like, you can get some too. Kind of like Friday. You want some of this too, old man? No. So that, <laughs> that to me, that was funny when the husband, now it's not funny that she got knocked out, but it was funny how the husband ran up on him. Why you do that to the, I'm like, mm, nah, I don't, want, I don't want them problems. Like, keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Then another video, this white guy hit this black girl, a black young lady, and she hauled, like he, he hit her and then walked away. She turned around and bloop, bloop, knocked him down too. Don't feel bad in either situation. Let me just be the first to say, I don't feel bad in either situation. But keep your hands to yourself. You won't have to worry about that. Seriously. Um, spending time, spending family time is so important. I, I want to I say back in October, maybe September, I decided that I really want to spend time with my family. So every Friday we have movie night um, where everybody gets a chance to pick a movie. So it's not either I'm picking all the movies or Sophia's picking all the movies. 
Like everyone gets an opportunity to pick a movie and we have to try to watch it or suffer through it, so to speak, because as adults, we're always tired. We're always busy throughout the day. Children be on 10. And so we we have, for the most part, we have done a good job of having movie night, having family night, having family time together because it's important because it shows them that the importance of family. Now, I can say for my Coleman family, the ones I grew up with or grew up around, we, we don't have no family time together. We don't, I don't spend time with my brothers, uncles, aunts, well, uncle, aunts. Don't spend time with them. Um, we try to get together once a year. Doesn't always work out that way. Someone is always missing. So, you know, we want to take pictures with everybody. But if everybody's not here, how do we take pictures? <clears throat> so, I mean, it's his life. And um, and I'm going to share this, too, um, as it pertains to my family. And I don't care who's um, listening to this or not. But I, I will say this, though. For Christmas, like... I'm, I have to be a representation for the, the five people that live in my house, meaning me, my wife, and my three children, period. That's who I'm responsible for. I'm not responsible for anybody else outside of that. So this past Christmas, um, you know, I sent a text saying, Merry Christmas to everybody. I pray, blah, 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 you know, life, peace, and blessings to you. And nobody responded. Nobody responded, right? And so I did feel some type of way. Because we're supposed to be family. We're supposed to be trying to reconnect, try to come together, and it doesn't happen. Like, you know, just checking on, doing a wellness check or whatever. And so I had to come to a realization that was like, they're going to be who they are based on the information that they were given. And, you know, just being transparent. And this goes back to my grandmother telling stories about my mother to them. Or seeing it how because my mother did drugs or whatever. Um, and instead of trying to help her, and again, I don't know how much they tried to help, but I know for a fact that all of them were in church. And I, I believe they all gave up on my mother. She had three children, was never married, and you know, we are a replica of her mistakes. And so much so that whatever's being told, right, whatever's being told about us or what was told about my mother and what was told about me and my brothers, that they don't want to talk to us because they think we're going we're gonna to be just like her, I think it's foolish. And it really shows me that for you to be in the church every Sunday, getting the word or say you're reading the word and not living out the life of Christ like you're supposed to. Um. It's it's unfortunate. And so, you know, I, I can't focus on it anymore. I have to focus on on me and my four, period. And, you know, I, I even share with Sophia that, you know, if they die tomorrow, I won't show up to the funeral whenever it was because you didn't talk to me when you was alive or you didn't come see me or vice versa. You didn't give me an opportunity to come see you when you was alive. Why should I come when you're dead? Um, again, I don't know who's going to watch this on YouTube or who's going to listen to it on Amazon music or Spotify or wherever you get your listening podcast or music from, but it, it's, that's the reality of what I, what I'm currently dealing with and what I'm talking to a therapist about. Yes. Also go see a therapist too. Um, 
But I mean, it, it is what it is, right? Like you, you can't make people, excuse me, you can't make people want to be in your life. It's, it's impossible to do. You can't make people want to be like in your life, want to be supportive of you, want to be a part of who you are. So, and to my knowledge, I, I've done some things. I'm not going to act like I was this perfect child or a perfect adult. No, I've done some things that, that I shouldn't have done, but I've never been a person to basically do what everyone else is doing. I waited, waited till I got married. I waited till I got married to have children. Like I've done for the most part, done everything that I'm supposed to do as far as uh, living a, I'm not going to say godly, like living a, a decent life. And now here we are, you know, I'm still, and I'm, I'm, I'm only speaking for me. I can't speak for my brothers because I don't even talk to them. They don't talk to me because of my life of Christ. But I've also always said that I will always, um, I would much rather live for God and have people mad at me than live for people and have God mad at me. That's always been my take. That's not always going to be my take. So uh, that's that. Let me move on because I can stay there all day. Um, let's talk about this Sunday sermon. So this past Sunday, Jerry, my brother, talked about, um, he talked about uh, body heat in his sermon. He was doing a, we, he's doing a sermon series called Firefighters. And body heat is he was basically talking about getting being around a community of people, um, you know, being able to touch, you know, Jesus touch people, you know, or the lady that had the issue of blood. Uh, she touched the hem of his garment. She wouldn't have got that just by, you know, just hoping that she could see Jesus. No, she believed that she touched the hem of his garment. She would be made whole. She believed that and it, she just needed to get close enough. That's amazing how, you know, when, you know, we say we don't do people or we don't do this, we don't do that. But you got you got your little friend to come over um, after 10 o'clock. You know, apparently you need somebody for something or, you know what I mean? Like people who say they don't do people me and but say they go to church and they love God or whatever. What you're saying is you don't love God or you don't do God. Because we're his people. We're all created in his image, no matter what religion you follow or anything like that. So Body Heat was good. Check that out. Redefine TV on YouTube. Check it out. It it hit. It hit different. All of his sermons hit different. But it's because he's a replica of his mother and mother and father as well. Um, Moving on. So I'm really thinking about, well, been thinking about it and obviously I'm going to go back and forth with my wife about it. If I should tell my story via YouTube about my life, I'm already writing a book about it. Um, but I think if I go through each chapter telling stories about my experiences of growing up in, you know, fifth or Cashman Guard, Trinity Garden, whatever you want to call it. Um, just telling the story about my experiences, what I've dealt with, even up until today, like, of and I don't deal with as much today, um, except I have a teenage daughter who thinks she knows it all. But that's most teenagers. They think they know it all. And then when they get out in the world and realize mom and daddy was right. So um, this is I think this is really for both men and women for what I'm about to talk about. Um, but why do some women have this realist, this unrealistic of a man that she desires, but not from her, not from herself? Um, again, I I listen 
to different relationship videos or when someone's talking about something. So um, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Samuels. No, Lord, I mean, I don't know if he went to heaven or hell. That's not for me to decide. Um, but he he talks about, I mean, now the video clips that, he, that that's been shown is mainly about women, but he gets on men too. Um, or you can even look at it from this uh, a man's aspect. So this woman who was, I think five nine five ten or whatever, and she wanted a man to make over four hundred k. You know, and he, you know, he asked her the questions or whatever, and he, and you know, he asked her. He said, no, he asked her how many, how many men you know makes that much money. She said like two to four percent. Nope. And he's like, no, one percent. One percent of the men in the world make four hundred K or more. And if you and you know, he went on to this, if you believe that you're all of this, men should be lining up for you. And, you know, I think she went on saying she you know she want a Christian man and all this other stuff. And he asked her, she was like, Would you be okay if a Christian man only made forty thousand a year? And she said, No. Like, no, 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 I'll take that back. He he asked her, would you be okay with dating a man that's in this, like, 45 or older? And she said, no. And it's like, well, those are the guys who making that, like, who are well-established, who have that, who, whether they're single or, well, obviously they would have to be single. I'm not going to say they're single or married. But if they're, you know, if they're single, I mean, they should be lining up for her, right? And he tried to explain it to her. She got offended. But a lot of times, you know, women, and sometimes men too. I'm not even going to say just women, but some men put these, you know, realistic ideas on these on women that they expect them to be a certain way when they get to them or vice versa, right? And it's unrealistic. Like, you, you can't expect... Everybody had their stuff together. Matter of fact, um, just to go back to biblical terms, Adam can be all that he could be without Eve. Because Adam needed Eve to fulfill his purpose in the, in, the, in the earth. That's just how it goes. So when people come up with these unrealistic ideas of what a man or a woman should be I think they should require it of themselves first David Mann has even said that when he talked to a few women um I watched the video as well you know just explaining that like quiet it out of yourself like and I, I'm gonna say men as an example you want your want you want your wife to cook clean take care of the house make the house into a home and all this X, Y, and Z and stuff. But as men, we should be doing the same thing. We should already have that in order because God gave us, told us to dress and keep. And I'm talking to myself too. I'm not just talking to the men. I'm talking to myself too. God called, God told Adam to dress and keep the garden. Tend to it, treat it, do whatever like that. So as men, although we're bad at it, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the greatest cleaner. I do know how to clean. I think I do a good job when I do clean. However, you know, that's not my strong suit. Um, but we should be able to cook, clean, you know, take care of a house because 
because let, let, let's say for instance, I'm just giving an example. Let's say for instance that, that the woman you're desiring to marry, the woman you're desiring to marry is um, living with her parents. And this will be the first time she's moving in with somebody. She has to move in with you, not necessarily you all getting your own home right away, but we all have to start somewhere. You know, if you can't keep the house neat, you know, you know, how, how, how can you expect her to do the same thing? Um, one of the brothers that go to our church, um, like I thought he had a, like we went to his house for uh, anniversary dinner, me and another, uh, me and Sophia and another couple. And we were thinking it was going to be a bachelor pad. Like we, like I would have been okay if I saw a couple of t-shirts or something like that. Um, or, or whatever, like my expectation, not, not that, you know, I expect that from all men, but my expectation was like, okay, we're going to a guy's house. No big deal. Like he's a guy, you know, he has two children. Like not, I'm one expecting anything immaculate. When we got to his house, we're like, Whoa, like, this is nice. We were not expecting it. And so it was like, I, and, I, and I keep telling him, say, bro, I said, I'm, you know, what I was expecting is not what I saw. And so um, he was like, man, he's like, yeah, man, I got I got bad OCD, so I got to keep it clean. I said, I said, more power to you. I said, whoever your wife is, she's going to love you long time. Like whoever your wife is, like she's going to love you forever and ever because like, I mean, it was immaculate. Like, like you, you, you can find not one dust bunny in that house. That's how clean it was, like anywhere in the house. Like everything was spot on. Like, like toilet was cleaner than some some uh some public establishments or some churches, I might say. All right, I'm gonna move on from that. <laughs> but no, but seriously though, we got to get out of this unrealistic of what we desire from our spouses or or a future spouse. And I'm and I'm saying we as people, no matter again, no matter what color you are, you can't require somebody of someone if you're not doing it. So, yeah, that's that. Um, two children were kicked out of a Christian school because of their mother having an OnlyFans promoting pornography. Uh, <sighs> well, how, like, this is what, this is the definition of what you call can't say you love God and sleep with the devil type of thing. Your children are going to a Christian school to get a good education and things like that because it'll be better for them. But what about you as the parent? Like, you're okay with having an OnlyFans page? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool you can pay the uh, tuition for that school, but why you promote something? They found out and it's like, like, and then nowadays, children have access to the internet. They have access to social media. They have access to whatever you can possibly think of. They have access to it. So, why are you surprised that your children got kicked out and you upset? Why? Why? I don't feel bad for you. Send them to a public school. They don't have, they don't have to worry about that. So, um, this next one, I'm, I'm not... Well, I've never been a fan of. Um, I'm okay with it if it's within the confines of a home, if that makes sense. Um, 
But what is up with these guys, grown men? Well, I'm not going to say men. They're males wearing nail polish on their fingers. I saw, um, what's his name, Jared McCain, who plays for Duke, and Caleb Williams with it. Now, if there was a reason behind it, it's one thing. But if you're wearing it just to wear it, and you're calling other males or men haters because you're wearing nail polish, no, it's not cute at all. As a matter of fact, that's, you're not even designed. You were not made for that. You were not created for that. Um, now, I get if... For instance, I have a seven-year-old daughter, Robin. If she decides she wants to paint my nails at home, cool, no big deal. You know, we're kicking and stuff like that. And I may wear it for like throughout that day, but I'm not going anywhere. And it's not that I'm trying to fake it till I make it or fake it to portray something that I'm not. No. As a man, I'm not I'm not designed to wear nail polish. Period. Like, I don't get how men, males, I got to say males, because you're not a man if you're wearing nail polish um, on your fingers and think it's cool. It's not. It actually makes you look suspect. Dwayne Wade is a prime example. Um, But, yeah, I'm just not, never been a fan of it, never will be. And that's that. Um, Shouldn't wear it. Like, I mean, there's just some things that, Men should not be trying to do the same thing women do and vice versa. Period. Um, I'm going to say this. Like, can we stop promoting Tubi? Like, I think I watched Tubi once and it was like every five minutes there was an ad. I'm like, no, no. I Let me, let me watch my Netflix, my Hulu, my or ESPN, Peacock, Paramount Plus. Well, I can skip the ads. I can pay to skip the ads. Because I don't want to see commercials. I want to watch it as it's playing. Like, don't have a ad or a commercial every five minutes. And people are promoting, oh, you got to watch this movie. Oh, you got to watch that movie. Nah, I don't have to. I don't have to. Especially when a lot of these movies or TV shows that people are promoting or doing a disservice to to people who are black. Like, we're not all shooting up the club. We're not all... When, uh, literally or figuratively, how you want to see that. Um, we're all not gangsters. We're all not drug dealers. We're all not rappers. We're all not, you know, professional athletes. Like, we are actually people who who are lawyers, doctors, um, podcasters, whatever you want to call it. Like, people who influence public speakers, all these things, like pastors, preachers. And I'm not talking about the ones that you see on TV Every Sunday trying to get a profit because they claim to be a profit. I'm going to stop right there because I might get myself in a little trouble for that. But I mean, I'm just saying like if we can't be portrayed as something that we're not. And yes, we're in Black History Month and all the stuff like that. But Black History is 24-7, 365, 52-365. Like we don't stop. Black History doesn't stop because the month of February is over. Now, I promote Black History throughout the year. So this whole thing of this, we, we are labeled as something that we're, that I, we're not like, I don't get it. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, 
let me move on from that because that's to me that's ridiculous. Why would you? Why would you want to be in a movie that that portrays something that you're not? Like um, me and my wife, but we've had this conversation. If we were to ever actually play an actual movie or a TV show, like, and we had to kiss the opposite sex, like you're gonna get a, a stunt double or something for me. I'm not kissing all the woman on the cheek, maybe. Because when I'm at church, I kiss the ladies on the cheeks, the older ladies anyway. Um, don't want to give no ideas to the young ladies thinking that I'm attracted to them and I'm really not. I'm just being a nice person. But, um, like, I, I kiss on the cheek is not that big of a deal to me. But it's actually like kiss on the lips, like, no, not doing that. Absolutely not. To even portray that I'm in bed with a woman like that, like, Get a double for me to play this part because I'm not doing it. You can fix my face on there to say that is me, but it's really not. Because I don't I don't want that portraying as me as an actor or my wife as an actress portraying something that we're not. Um, don't put me in a movie where I have to degrade myself as a person. Absolutely not. Like, no. Give me a role where I can... I don't, I don't care. I can be a fill-in. Just sit there and act like I'm doing something on the computer or something. I'm okay with that too. Like, but don't don't try to give me a role where I'm speaking lines of speaking line. Uh, not gonna say speaking lines, but being somebody that I'm not. I don't curse, so don't give me a script while I have to curse. Right? Like all those things. I don't drink alcohol, so don't don't put me in a scene where I have to drink alcohol. Like all these things or drugs or anything like that. I don't do that, so why put me in something like that? But yeah, people are promoting Tubi. All right, girl blasts her dad on TikTok for not paying for her wedding, but she does not want him to walk her down the aisle because she's independent. Okay, walk your independent self behind. And then, so here's my thing. I know I talked about this a while back. It's been a couple of months, and a guy living with this woman who he's not married to, she wanted her biological father to walk her down the aisle. Um, even me and my wife, we talked about it also. And it's like, in in a sense, the, 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 guy is, the guy is still in the wrong because why are you with this woman for 10 years and you, didn't, you haven't decided to marry her? That's number one. Like, but, you know, when you get wife benefits without the covenant, you, these things happen. But this young lady here, it was her actual biological father. She said she didn't want him to walk. She said that she didn't want her father to walk her down the aisle. And and because she's an independent woman. So let's give a little history lesson. When you get married and that man or father, because sometimes not always a father, walks her because for for my wife, it was her brothers that walked her down the aisle. What happens is it's a transferring of it's a transaction that's being made, meaning the father has a transferring of umbrellas. I'm going to say it like that. What I mean is, is that once the father walks his daughter down the aisle, what he's saying is he's no longer, in a sense, responsible for her because he's giving his reins to this young man who wants to marry his daughter. That's how that works. It's a transferring of the umbrella because up until she gets married, like, like I'll give an example for Julina and Robin. I'm responsible for them until they get married. 
um, until they marry a man. I got to say that. Not until they actually get married, until they marry a man. Um, But it's going to be a transferring of, uh, I'm not even going to say property, but umbrella. Because right now they're under my umbrella. My rules, regulations, authority, like, and I'm not saying it like do as I say type of thing, but it's more of a like under my covering, under my care. Those are better words I should use. Under my covering, under my care, under my protection, under my provision, things like that. Once once I walk her down the aisle and I give her to this young man, then the transferring of it means that I I um I give you the blessing to marry my daughters and things like that and go on and so forth. And now she is no longer under my provision, my protection, my care, all these things that goes to her, her husband. So that is why young lady, you need your dad to walk you down the aisle. But if you send you an independent woman, then you don't need to get married because guess what? What you're saying is you didn't want to be under your dad's authority, submission, covering care, Things like that. And you want to marry a man, uh, marry this man without the transferring of the umbrella. And now, because you're an independent woman, then all of a sudden you mad because your dad ain't paying for it. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. If my daughter said they don't want me to walk them down the aisle, all right, I'm not I'm not spitting out another penny. Matter of fact, we canceling everything. Period. Period. I don't play that. Um... A little spiritual advice. Well, actually, before I get into that, I got to talk about these other two things. Um, So, and I'm going to talk about All-Star Weekend coming up, but I got to mention this too. So, Russell Wilson took his son and people are in the uproar about it. Y'all need to stop. I believe y'all are reaching for something. So, while I was watching a celebrity game and Russell Wilson had his son, which immediately I knew that that was future son. But, Russell Wilson, but future son, biological son, is living with Russell Wilson and Sierra because... Future and Sierra had a baby together, but Future got like seven other children. So one of Future's homeboys or whatever, I'm assuming, put a tweet out saying that that's not his son. He need to put stepson. And I'm like, really, dude? So, so, so here's my thing to that. Also, Future going around, everybody who's going to say yes to him, want him to be on his team or whatever to say yes, this, yes, yes, this, yes, that. And I'm like, bruh. That's Russell Wilson's son. He lived with him. He's taking care of him, providing for him. And you got seven other children you need to take care of. And it's only one you ain't worried about. So now my thing is why you wasn't at All-Star Weekend with him? Like show that as black men, as a supposedly black men, are supposed to come together because it's not about you, future. It's about your son. But when you make it about you, you're really not about your son. Russell Wilson is during the offseason to get son to the All-Star Weekend. I don't see an issue with that. The issue is when people want to say, like, and, and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is all men, right? But when men only want to see the goodness or take credit for something because they created it. Right. Like, no. Um, so, like, People are really reaching, like really reaching. Russell Wilson took his son. I have never once said Jelena was my stepdaughter. She is my daughter, period. That, that's what it is. I've never uttered the word stepdaughter. Don't even have a reason to why. I married her mother. She comes with it. 
So I, I'm not saying Sophia's my my half wife or whatever type of thing. Like, come on, let's can we be real about this? Like, like stop. If 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 Future was was so adamant about it being his son, maybe he should spend more time in his life, or maybe he should try to reach some kind of civil um place in his mind in his heart to try to reconcile whatever with his son and try to be a a, a parent to or, or try to be an adult with Russell Wilson and Sierra. The relationship didn't work out. So what? Yo bad. Now, you know, she's upgraded. You mad? Stay mad. Let me give you a cape so you can be super mad. Um, this last one, um, I thought was really, <sighs> what can I say is that it's unfortunate. Um, a boy pulls out a gun on a woman because he didn't want to talk to her. He actually turned it down. Like, so what happened was he, he asked for a number and she said no. So then he went on this whole thing of trying to talk bad about her. Like women are entitled to say no, no means no. Period. No means no. No means no. You can say it in any language. No means no. In Spanish, in French, in Portuguese, in Italian, in Chinese, in Japanese, in Taiwan, in Mandarin. No means no. No means no. Period. Changed my mind. Like, I don't get it. Like she said, no, you can't have a number. Move on, bro. I mean, I mean, you you got a pan I'm not even gonna lie, the dude was ugly, but I'm like, I no means no. Like, just stop. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, move on. Find someone who'll say yes. But to pull out a gun. Cause she said no, she you should want to give you her number. So what happens? So what happens if if she gave you if if you got the number and it was the wrong number? Would you gonna be you gonna be even more mad because she gave you the wrong number? Like come on. Or if she did actually if she did actually give you her number and you called and blew up her phone and you wonder why she ain't answering? Well, like what's next? Like you gonna stalk her? Like come on. She said no respectfully. Move on, bro. Like. He trash. I'm gonna just call it what it is. That, that's what you. That's what you call trash. Sorry, not sorry, but he trash for that. All right. Um, spiritual advice. Um, say this real quick. I was listening to the Get Up Morning Show, and Erica Campbell was talking about pressure. Pressure. Pressure produces. Um, a lot of times when we get into heated arguments or heated situations or some things that are not circumstantially in your favor, we tend to bust um, into what feels good or what feels comfortable instead of producing something that can be beneficial, not only to yourself, but to someone else. Um I'm trying to say as an example, like let, let's say for instance, let's say, let's say for instance that a woman um, 
is being domestically abused. Like she's she's been in an abusive relationship. And, and now that every man she comes encounter with, she always feel like she has to jump or try to get away or get into this defensive mode because of what one man or what multiple men have done to her. And and I realize that all men are not like that. Um, I don't, and so what what happens is instead of always retreating or going to what feel comfortable, write it down in a book or write it down to help some other woman who may be going through something similar right now that'll help them get out, get out of it. Um, I know with my time in the military, I've always donated money to women who have been, who have been abused and children. Um, I haven't done it, but then it's been a while, but you know, tell, tell your story, like tell what you've experienced, what you've been through, because it's going to help someone else in the long run. Um, but yeah, pressure produces. So whatever pressure you feel like you have or that you're dealing with, allow it to produce something in you so it'll be beneficial to others. All right. Relationship advice. My favorite. My favorite. Um, I forgot what I was going to add as for potential relationship advice. Um, okay. So I was like, I, like, so I watch a lot of videos and I see a lot of things that go on that, that I watch pay, in a sense, pay attention to, but it's going to go back to what, um, my brother Jerry was saying, it was like, get around a community of people, um, get, get around some people who are going to help you, um, help someone else. Um, and it's not and relationship advice, not always between a man and a woman. Sometimes you need some brothers around you who you can trust, or you need some sisters around you. Who you can trust to help you in the long run. Um, I believe I can share it. Well, this part I can share with, um, when I talked to my therapist, he, uh, gave me information of talk to someone who's about five to 10 years older than you to lean on. And then also talk to someone who's five to 10 years younger than you. So you can lean on them. So that way you're like, it's a, so to speak, circle of life of information or, process that we go through as men like you want to you want to be fed but you also want to feed others too and the only way to do that is if it's a um recurring um what's the word i'm looking for something that's recurring that way when you're being fed whether it's spiritually logically um i don't want to say emotionally but when you're being fed in a way then when it comes time for that person who's five to ten years younger or maybe even younger than that you can feed them with from actually two things from what, what you've learned on your own and from the person that's giving you that same information. Um, there are brothers from the, uh, from the church I talk to all the time and you know, they help me. And uh, although, and I'll say this, although Jerry doesn't need my help, I definitely encourage him all the time. Like once I finish this, I am going to text him, tell him, man, great message Sunday. Um, and I appreciate all that he does. Like, that's usually how our conversations go. We talk at church briefly, but, you know, we, you know, it's just a damn text. Hey, bro, I'm proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing, you know, type of thing. And it's, it's, you know, it's reciprocated because as men, we need to hear that. We need to hear that, hey, I'm proud of you. Keep, keep, keep doing what it is that you're doing to stay afloat. Or even when life tries to knock you down, keep, keep grinding. 
Like, I, I, I see what you're doing. Um, one of my brothers, uh, he he um, he just had celebrated a birthday. And I told him, I said, thank you for being a, a model of how a husband's supposed to love his wife and be a Christian man and all these other things. Like, because although you don't see these people, like, and, and I'll say this, for the most part, the people who I go to church with, who they are at church is who they are at home. So I, I have yet to encounter someone being completely different um, at church than they are at home. Like, I don't think I've ever seen it. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, get around a community of men, fellas, get around a community of men that can help you sharpen your iron. Um, also, for women, get around some women who will help you. Um, yes, they, yes, they should be older because they've experienced a little more than what you experience. And then you get a couple of ones, too, so that way you can help them. All right. NBA All-Star Weekend, um, Celebrity Game. I thought it was good. I think that that was probably the highlight, in my opinion. Celebrity Game was good. Um, Michael Parsons um, was playing football out there. But, I mean, he he played with aggression. And he dropped 37 points and was an MVP. Um you know, I liked with C.J. Stroud. He had 30 points. He had played in the softball game the day before. Um, what else? Like, Puka Nakua, that dude got hops. He reminds me of a Troy Palomalu playing wide receiver. I'm going to just say it like that. Like, he got some bunnies. But you expect football players to have bunnies because they work on their calf muscles, their thigh muscles, and all of that. They should be able to jump. Um, Saturday Night Live with, you know, dunk contest, three-point contest, skills challenge. That was probably, well, I think the skills challenge was probably the best, the highlight, in my opinion. Um, the dunk contest was weak. Jalen Brown, like, he tried to sneeze versus trying to do the O.D. Brown dunk. Like, don't, don't do that ever again. It ain't for you, bruh. Um, and the all-star game in itself, um, I thought it was okay. Um, so the East scored 200 points and it was this whole big deal about, um, no defense being played. I'm like, when do we get out of this? It ain't like the good old days. It ain't like what it used to be. Well, I mean, I'm like. Looking at those guys play, like, like these half of these guys, like between the eighties, like eighties and yeah, just in the eighties. I'm gonna just say the eighties. Like it wasn't that interesting to watch. Like let's just call it what it is. Like and if it was, it because Magic Johnson was playing or Larry Bird was playing. Like. Let's let's call it what it is. Like stop with this. Oh, if they need to, they need to do this and do that. No, they don't. Let the All Star Game be for what it is. It's like we are trying to paint so much of how it used to be, and it don't have to be. The, the, the game of basketball has evolved. Period. And we keep putting this label on what it what it should be. Football football players aren't aren't what they used to be either. Like, in the NFL, it ain't what it used to be. 
in baseball. It ain't what it used to be. Like it's not, it's never going to be what it used to be. I mean, I mean, growing up in different neighborhoods is not what it used to be. Like it is what it is. I thought it was okay. Um, I like the format that they had where the first three quarters, you know, you score as many points or whatever. And there was that point system where you had to get to like, that's when people actually played. I liked it like that better versus, you know, the old traditional way, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it evolving in either way. Like, um, there were also talks about years ago, whoever won the all-star game, whichever side had home court advantage. Eh, sounds good. Um, but um, I'm, I remember Kobe saying having home court advantage shouldn't, shouldn't be determined by one game. It should be determined by who, you know, has the best record at the end. I'm like, yeah, but if both teams have the same record, who gets it? Like, like who gets home court? Like that's what it, you know what I mean? Like if both teams are 60 and 22, who gets home court advantage? So, um, halfway awards or through the halfway mark MVP, in my opinion, is probably, I'm going to say Joel Embiid. Rookie of the year, although there are a lot of talks about um, Wimbenyama, but Chet Holmgren, uh, I have to give it to him only because his team is in top three in the West. Can't, you know, and he's been balling too. Coach of the year, I'm going to say Adrian Griffin. There, I said it. Uh, Jock Vaughn got fired after signing a multi-year contract. Team not doing good or whatever. But it's no surprise. Who's there? Like, name me the starting five for the Brooklyn Nets. I can probably name a couple of them. I can name a couple of players on the team. But I can't name their starting five. Like, they don't even have KD anymore. Is Ben, look, is ben Simmons still there? Um, What to expect the rest of the season? Um, I actually expect the Lakers to make a push to get to a top five seed. Um, can the Warriors make a move? I don't know. Klay Thompson will have to come back and do something. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams. Um, Boston's going to be Boston. Milwaukee going to have to turn it up. Um, to, to be honest with you, the fact that Doc Rivers was the coach of the East, um, but Doc Rivers said he would just give the money to um, Adrian Griffin because the team was 30 and 13. Let me say this. The team was 30 and 13. I got to pull this up too because it's going gonna, it's gonna to irk me. The team was, 30 and, team was 30 and 13 when he got fired. I'm going to tell you all that record in a minute. But I think it's very unfortunate that we, like, like make it seem like Agent Griffin did something wrong because they weren't playing enough defense. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. They were 30 and 13 when he got fired. They are. They have only won. They are. They are five and eight since he's been gone. Five and eight. And he the problem? Nah. Miss me with all of that. Miss me with all of that. 
Um, but it's unfortunate. Um, can the Warriors make a move? I guess we got to wait and see. Um, what would the Lakers look like with Spencer Dinwiddie? Um, I think I give them a couple of weeks to for him to get his feet wet. But he's a playmaker. He's a spot-up shooter. You know, he, he can definitely create for himself. Like, he can do all these things. I don't know why he keeps getting... Oh, excuse me. I don't know why he keeps getting traded or sent somewhere else. But I think he's a solid good player. Um, let's see. Can the Rockets make the play-in? Eh. I hope so. If they don't, oops. Because they, they are what? Number 12 in the West right now. So, they, they had a little, little quick run but they were doing good. But I guess we're just going to wait and see. Um, with Embiid being out, can the Sixers stay afloat? Right now, the, the Sixers are a five seed. Without Embiid, they could probably potentially drop down to the play-in tournament, and that's not going to be good for them. Um, I mean, well, like I said, about the Bucks not looking good since Adrian Griffin got fired, um, I hope they get it together. They're going to have to, or they should just fire Doc Rivers. Um, NCAA basketball, U of H and UConn have set themselves apart from the rest of the pack. If I had my choice, I would always pick the field because it's just two teams versus everybody else. Because any, any, look, you got you to play good for six nights in order to win the tournament. The Blue Bloods of the of the men's basketball, I'm not quite sold on yet. You know, your Kentuckys, your Dukes, your North Carolinas, your Kansas. Um, you just have to wait and see come tournament time. And I can't wait. Um, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and an incarnate word fight breaks out during the handshake line. Fight break out and... I don't know what stemmed from it. I've been trying to look to see what happened, but they were both at the bottom of the Southland Conference. So it's not like they're going to make the tournament unless, well, I'm going to just say this. Because of the way the fight broke out the way that it did and a young girl got hurt, um, they should not be able to compete in that conference tournament. I'm going to just say that. This is my opinion. If it was just one person or like one person from each team and it's an isolated incident, Cool. Like, they still should be able to compete. But uh, th- those two individuals should be suspended for the remainder of the season, no matter if they're a senior or not. But because it was such a melee that, yeah, neither, neither team should be able to compete. Period. Um, Caitlin Clark says the women's record. Thoughts? That's nice. Real nice. Would have liked to see, um, was it Antoine Davis? Let me pull it up. Um, the boy from Detroit Mercy. Would have, would have been asked for him to be Pistol Pete Maravich. No, let me let me not lie. What Kevin Clark did is phenomenal in college. Um, in three years. Um, but to me, for me, there's not a lot of talent in, co- in women's college like there is in the WNBA. Like, Everybody's, you know, everybody's an All-American, I like to always say. Um, But what she's doing is, is, I mean, what she's doing for the, let me say this. What she's doing for women's sports 
or women's basketball is phenomenal. I'm not going to take that away from her. But let's just say hypothetically, Juju Watkins, who plays at USC, gets close to the record or even has, has a chance to surpass it. Are we going to get that same reaction? Here's why I say that. Because the kid at Detroit Mercy was three points away. And the one of the other tournaments that they could have gotten in would, that would have allowed him to surpass it, they should have. And here's my problem with that. Um, Pistol Pete Maravich's son, James Jameson uh, Maravich was like, um, it's too many tournaments and all this and that. And although I don't take nothing away from, I don't think he pretty much said that I'm pretty sure that Mr. Davis is a fine gentleman, but blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I think it's a black, white thing. Not, not to say I think, I believe it's that because we're giving this whole uproar about Caitlin Clark. But just last year, you had a chance, and y'all don't want to see him in a tournament. Like, he went to a mid-major or even a lower major conference. Like, let the man have a record. Records are made to be broken. That's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Even when um, Hank Aaron was about to surpass Babe Ruth, he started getting death threats. Why? Black makes everything better. Black is beautiful. Black is awesome. Black is phenomenal. Black is amazing. Black is everything that people want to be, but don't want to deal with none of the struggle that comes along with it. There, I said it. Um, Juju Watkins, speaking of Juju Watkins, she's going to be a monster for the next three years. Like the way she plays, like she had, she's so cool with it. She's so cool with it. And she just, Cross your over, get buckets, and go back down court like ain't nothing happened. Um, Brittany Griner number was retired. Congrats to her. Proud of her. Um, what she's done, what she's done for women's sports. Um, I was telling my wife about how she sounded on um, on TV or whatever when she heard her talk, and she was like, "Wow!" And I and I told her, I believe. To my, I'm not sure. I'm, I have to look it up. But I believe Brittany Griner was born with both body parts. So that's a rare. So, you know, I don't think she would be labeled in the alphabet community if you're born with both parts. That's just my opinion. Um, but, yeah, so shout out to Brittany Griner. H-Town is proud of you. And we'll go from there. All right, moving on. NFL news. Today is Franchise Tag Day. So, NFL teams have up to two weeks to franchise tag players. Um, some of the names that are mentioned are the Ravens, Justin Matabuke, uh, the Bengals, T. Higgins, the Colts, Michael Pittman Jr., the Jaguars, Josh Allen, the Raiders, Josh Jacobs, the Giants, Saquon Barkley, the Bears, Jalen Johnson, the Panthers, Brian Burns, and the Buccaneers, Antoine Whitfield. Now, I'm going to just go out and say this. Um, the Cowboys could definitely use the T. Higgins or Michael Pittman, even a Josh Allen, maybe even a Josh Jacobs. Like, I'm just, we'll definitely take Jalen Johnson too. Like, the Cowboys can use all of these, and I'm only saying it because I'm a Cowboys fan. 
Actually, yeah, because I think Jalen Johnson is taller. But I think, no, he plays corner. Yeah, Antoine Whitfield, too. Add them all. Add them all. Cowboys, figure it out. Um, no, um, Justin Fields has unfollowed the Bears organization, sort of following players from the Falcons. Um, could their betray be coming? I hope so. Like, Justin Fields needs to get out of Chicago. I don't think no quarterback, unless you just want to play quarterback, should go to Chicago. But if you a star quarterback or have that star capability or potential, you should not play in Chicago. Number one is cold. Number two, Chicago ain't that sexy to go play. It is what it is. Um, Nelson Aguilar is returning to the Ravens for one year. I hope they run it back. I guess we'll see. Um, MLB news, baseball season is right around the corner. Can't wait. Shohei Otani in the Dodger uniform. And, and the Dodgers are coming to Houston. We already going to get tickets because I got to see Shohei. I got to give me a jersey too. Um, and like spring training game start, I think, Thursday. That's crazy. The Rangers just won a couple of months ago, and now here we are in spring training. Um, Giancarlo Stanton wants to change the narrative for how he's viewed. Brother, just stay healthy and stop swinging like, 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 like this going to be your last at bat. I mean, that dude swings so much power, force, and velocity. That's why he always hurt. So, change your swing. That's it. Because when you swing and miss, it shows everything ain't got to be a home run. Sometimes you just need to get a base hit to get on base. Juan Soto is focusing on the 2024 season. Nothing else matters at the moment. Um, here, talking contract extension. I'm like, bro, how about you? How about you play, <laughs> play, play for a winning team first? Yeah, you went to the Padres, but y'all look horrible. Like, San Diego ain't that sexy, in my opinion. Tony Gwynn has some good, has some great years there, but that's it. Um, Kyle Tucker and the Astros are in talks with a contract extension. Um. I my thing is don't don't overpay him, but you underpay Jose Altuve. I'm not saying get your money. Never gonna say that. Get your money. However, don't 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 shortchange. Um, I mean don't don't overpay Kyle Tucker to short and then shortchange Altuve. Altuve's been with that team for the longest. The fans in L.A. and we're not talking about Anaheim. Are excited about Otani, and Otani is excited about, about being there too. And of course, Yamamoto. Yeah, I'm, I look. If everybody stays healthy, we got a chance to win it in 2024. Let's go, Dodger Blue, LA baby, LA. Final thoughts. Um, this mental health epidemic that we have going on that's really been going on for quite some time, and. It's very unfortunate, like to just call it what it is. It's very unfortunate that people are dealing with it and they're dealing with it in silence. Call someone, talk to someone about it, what you're going through. Um, because I would much rather, and, and I've heard people say this, I would much rather talk to you in person than talk at your funeral because you didn't get the help you needed. Um, 
because we all need it. Go see a therapist. I see a therapist. So I would say go see a therapist. Don't don't feel like not seeing a therapist or a counselor or whoever is um, making you feel like you're weak. You know, you're not weak. You're just going through some things and you need help. Like we all need help. We all need a community of people. Again, I've said this. Men or males, find you some brothers who you can depend on who are going to tell you the truth. Not, you know, try to give you some false connotation of of what's going on ladies do the same thing too find someone you can connect with period um and let's all try to be better at being people um in the bible jesus talked about you you'll know who his disciples are by the way we love one another so love one another and sometimes in that love is truth in there it's some truth in there so of course y'all know the music that i play i don't own the rights to them I have to say that because I don't want anybody to think that, oh, I wrote that or I did this. No, 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 no. Um, the music, the song you heard was Deconstruction by Lecrae. Um, it's a good song. I say keep listening to it. Um, but until next time, like I always say, if you love God, love people. And you cannot say that you love God and I love his people. Till next time, peace.